Good morning and welcome to your favorite Friday morning podcast, Conversations with Buddy, brought to you by The Wreck, way more than a bowling alley. We give you the ability to connect each week with our guests because we believe people matter, you matter. We are grateful to all the listeners who take the time each week to hear the stories of our guests. Please help us grow the show by taking a moment right now and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Our purpose of this podcast is to impact the world one testimony at a time. This morning, I'm truly excited and grateful to introduce you to my guest and my new friend, Jordan Hill. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you. And I call you new because uh, I know of you, but we've actually never met. I know. So yeah. I know your husband, Mike. He's a good dude. He's good. But uh, you and I, first time we've ever met. Yeah. It's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I've listened to most of your podcasts, so I feel like I know you really well. <laughs> That's scary. So you really have, you listened to quite a few of them? Mm -hmm. Yep. I only have a few left. Wow. Is there one that you like? More than the other? I I really liked Aaron Qualls. Yeah. I just shared uh, a quote from him yesterday yeah. on Facebook. So, But they're all so good. Each one has such amazing hmm. stories and nuggets. And yeah. I saw that you put that on Facebook yesterday on the Aaron Qualls. What, what was the quote that you quoted from him? It was um, something along the lines of when you, when you start growing, mm -hmm. those around you are challenged. And um, Ooh, so I good. talked about that with with our team, yeah. with Mike's and my team, because um, and also to challenge them, like when they feel challenged, what do they do with it? Mm. Does it make them want to grow? Yeah. And sometimes people don't like that challenge. Would you say that's kind of somewhat true? Like some people love the challenge and some people are like, mm, exactly, I'm good. Yeah. Which is a challenge in itself. Mm -hmm. So exactly. Well, good for you. No, Aaron was a great, that was a great podcast and. It was good, but uh, well, I'm excited to be here with you today. By the way, happy 2024. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for a new year and I hope you are as well. Yes, I am. Happy cool. New Year. <laughs> yeah, happy New Year. So we're going to talk about your goals for the year. We're going to dive into a lot of stuff. Um, let me introduce you real quick. And before I do, I just want to say this here. So I was on your Facebook last night, just kind of figuring out who is Jordan and uh, the word of the year that you have is what? The word of the year is discipline. Discipline. And so I'm going to ask you, we'll do it after I int int introduce you, is why discipline and what does it mean to you? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll do that here in a moment. Perfect. Okay. Let me do an introduction and then we'll dive in. So first of all, you're a mom of four and also a wife. Yes. So remind me, how old your kids are? They are 7, 10, 12, almost 14 in a few days. Okay. And the wife of a guy named... Mike. Okay. You're a business owner, team leader of Hilltop Property Group with your husband, Mike. Mm-hmm. So it would have been four years, maybe? Since I got licensed. Uh, he got licensed three years ago, and we formed Hilltop two years ago. Okay. That's funny. 432. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's see. You, uh, you're a high school youth group leader, five years so far. You enjoy helping coach new real estate agents. Mm-hmm. You say you have bipolar two. Mm -hmm. uh, you're a mental health advocate, so we're gonna dive into that. Yep. You love fitness, and that was one of my questions. You, you and Mike both finished seventy five hard uh, in December. That's interesting. And then you said that you're gonna do a an Ironman, a seventy point three Ironman in July. Yes. Wow. 
I'm That's, nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear more I'll about that. I'll report back. <laughs> yeah, report back. Let's see. Before Mike, you were married uh, at 19 for five years and was a victim of domestic violence. You escaped with a restraining order. And you're yes. safe today, so that's good safe news. Safe today, yeah. Amen. And then have, long ago, a history of breaking the law and arrest and self-destruction. Yes. Well, you're in good company. I, I have the same background, unfortunately. I hate to admit it, but... Yeah. You know, it's part of our past. It's, it's what yes. we did. Yeah. But yeah. you're here today. You're a new person. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hear more about you. And the reason why we're here today is, uh, in fact, the day that Mike and I were recording his podcast, by the way, if you haven't listened to Mike Hill's podcast... You should go listen to it. Mm-hmm. Was uh, you had posted that on Facebook that a lot of people were reaching out to you and going, "Hey, how do you do all that you do?" So I'm going to read this this here little caption that you had on there. Then we're going to kind of dive into really what what drives you and how you're doing all the things you're doing. Mm-hmm. But the thing that you say on Facebook was, "I've been getting private messages almost daily in the last few months from women asking." How I managed to balance three businesses, a marriage, four kids, three ministries, and self-care. Wow. So <laughs> let's let's break that down real quick. Let's talk about um well, first of all, the three businesses. What are those? All right. So uh Mike and I are real estate agents. So to pay our bills, we help clients buy and sell homes. So that in and of itself is we have our own LLC for that. That is our business. We help people buy and sell homes together as a team. Uh, We are also team leaders. So that has to do with the nine agents that are on Hilltop Property Group. And so that is its own business as well. And that's that's where my passion is. I love helping them, equipping them, mentoring them. Um, So I do about 10 hours a week for the agent side of things. Um, I do about 30 hours a week for being a team leader. Yeah. Um, and then we have another business as well, which is also real estate. Um, we bring on agents to our brokerage and it's a different team type and it's one that uh, can work in any state in the United States. So we have agents nationwide. Wow. And so that's a different value prop, different tools, different resources for them. How many people are on that team? Uh, right now, 26. So you have an additional, besides the nine on your team here in Salem, mm-hmm. You have 26 across the nation. Yes. How cool is that? It's really fun. I so love if I it. need a new job, <laughs> I just come ask you guys and... Heck yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Marriage, right? Mm-hmm. You're married to a guy named Mike. You guys yep. are married for how long now? We've been married probably about eight years. I'm I'm, I'm horrible. I, I do remember the date. What's I don't the date? remember. July 25th, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> 2015, right? <laughs> 2015, okay, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad I'll, you know it. <laughs> I only know that because I was looking at your Facebook uh, last night. So, yep. Four kids. They're yes. all probably busy. Yeah. 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 Sports, music, what do they do? Um, so, three of them do sports, and then one of them is a musician. So, she plays hmm. a few instruments. It's beautiful. I love that you keep your kids busy. And by the way, that's probably the secret to keeping kids out of trouble is keep them busy mm-hmm. doing sports and music and. Yep. The things that really matter. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So break down the three ministries. Because mm-hmm. I think women see you work in Jordan and you you do it effortlessly, it looks like. I don't know you. I'm getting yeah. to know you. Yeah. But it looks pretty easy. Now, it's, it probably isn't. 
It it sometimes isn't for sure. I mean, anytime you are giving, um, it's I mean, it's so worth it. It's amazing. It's what you know. I'm called to do it, so I I don't consider not giving. Like that's what that's what we are called to do. But um, the ministries are um, are Mike and I co lead our life group um, with one of the pastors in our church. So that's Monday nights. Um, it takes, it takes, uh, more than just Monday nights because we have our leadership, you know, training. We have, uh, our entire life group adopted a, um, family from a refugee family. So that takes additional days as well, which I love. Um, I am the youth group leader. Uh, actually Aaron, one of Aaron's daughters is in my small group. I just love, love those girls. Um, and then also I am involved in the women's Bible studies. Um, and so kind of those three, those three things have me at church three or four days a week. <laughs> That's awesome. So let's good though. You're busy. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So how many hours a week do you think it takes you to, to do the ministry type stuff? Uh, well, that's a good question. Let me, so three, four, five, five. Five and then more if I'm away for a week or a weekend for the youth group. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I know that you and Mike obviously work together. So being married and also working with your your spouse, mm-hmm. tell us talk, talk. Just walk through that and talk about the challenges that brings as well. Because yes, um, and you guys have a great marriage. I mean, I can tell Mike really cares about you. Really, really, really. Yeah. So that's so. awesome. <laughs> break that down though. How does that work? How do you guys? Still identifies you're still mm-hmm. Jordan, right? You're still a human being. Right? Yes, yeah. You're you, how do you make sure that you are doing the things that God would have you do, mm-hmm. yet being married and having a successful marriage as well? Yes, yeah. We, I, you know, we for for years um, have gone to counseling together, just learning how to navigate through all of the things. You know, parenting is hard, marriage is hard, having a business is hard, especially together. All these things can be really difficult. And so the best thing is to have a third party help us navigate through it. And so she's just really taught us that um, we have to be happy, healthy, and whole individually um, for it to to work uh, as a couple. And so we've just over the years worked really hard on that. We have different hobbies. We have um, different friend groups. We have different um, ways of doing things. So we just have really kept our own personal identities. And um, I really love that. Um, and and he does too. Um, so uh, we don't do, you know, from day to day, we don't do about um, 85, 90% of, of even work duties together. We do them separately, physically, and as far as our uh, the actual tasks we do, yeah. very separate. Um we did try to do everything side by side, 100% together. It didn't work because um, we're just so different. Yeah. Our communication styles, our personality types, the way we, you know, handle situations and clients are just, it's just different. And we appreciate that about each other. Yeah. And, um, and so we just kind of separated out our agent on each, in each of our three businesses, we separated out um, our workloads and our tasks. 
And so we carry those out. And then it makes the time that we're doing things together really fun. Mm. We can have fun, you know, have good energy. Um, and so we've, we're still navigating through that. Balance. Sure. Yeah. But, but it's, but now it's just really fun and it's where we're supposed to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's good that you guys recognize with each other each of your giftings that God's given you mm-hmm. um, and that you don't have to do it together all the time. Mike can appreciate you. You can appreciate Mike and it can still work. Mm-hmm. Cause oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think most marriages would last while working together. Right. That's, but you guys yeah. have made it work and, and it looks like you guys are having joy. Yeah. Like really, really authentically having joy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. And I love that he can go out and do the things he loves to do and, you know, sometimes my, you know, my wifely human nature is to want him to change or want him to conform to something I think he should be. Mm-hmm. So it's always just a natural struggle that I have to remember, like, he he's his happiest, healthiest, most passionate self. And I just want need to appreciate that and encourage mm-hmm. it. And so it's been uh, really fun growing in that way. That's really cool to hear you say to appreciate who he is and mm-hmm. how God wired him. Yes. Let's let's walk back a little bit. I know we kind of got ahead of ourselves, and I, mean, I love the business aspect. I love marriage. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about life. You know, where'd you grow up at? Kind of how your childhood w- was, and how it really you know from all those years to who you are today. How did your early childhood make you are who you are today? Yes. Yeah, so I had a really fun childhood. I uh, grew up in the country in Roseburg area. Big city of Roseburg. Yeah, huge. <laughs> it's bigger now, a lot bigger now than it was. What, what's the park down there, by the way? The, uh, the drive through? Oh, the, um, yes, Wildlife Safari. Wildlife Safari. That's yeah. in like Roseburg or down that yeah, way. Yeah, it's just south Kingston of it. Or it's, yeah, we grew up going to that okay, all the time. Okay, cool. It was so fun. Winston, yeah. Yep. Um, so I was homeschooled. Um, into high school. I finished off my last couple of years at a private school. Um, but yeah, raised my dad worked, still works. My mom, mm. um, they're still married. Um, oh, cool. my mom homeschooled us. Um, and so we were raised with horses, chickens, goats, you know, all of that. We all worked, um, very hard. She, they taught us, you know, they, um, how to work hard, good work ethic, the value of, um, you know, money. Uh, we were, uh, all working by the time we were, I started babysitting when I was 12. I got certified Red Cross, everything. And then when I was 13, I also added in berry picking at the local fields that I could walk to. And so I've just been working, um, ever since. So I, that's, I love working. I love independence um, and all that. So I, so they definitely instilled that in me. And I had a very just great childhood. My mom did a great job homeschooling us. Yeah. So, yeah. I love to hear that your parents helped you start working. And maybe you're already mm-hmm. driven to work anyway, but I think it's one of the greatest gifts besides loving your kids is teaching the value of working. Mm-hmm. And man, I mean, yeah. and look where you're at today. Yeah. You're successful. And not just monetarily, but you're actually successful in marriage and in the joy of doing what you're doing. So yes. I think work does bring joy. At least it does to me and I can see it does to you as well. Yes. Yeah. Also, so you graduated from a private school in Roseburg. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you go to college? Um, I had a couple failed attempts at college. Hey, I have zero degree. You, you, you gave it a try. I, <laughs> yep. mean, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was going to be a caterer. 
So what, uh, what college did you attempt to go to? I tr- I tried it three times um, at uh, Umpqua Community College yep. in that area. Okay. So yeah, culinary, and then I tried paralegal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the fact you tried. Yeah. And, you know what? I, I got I went through college and got a degree, but uh-huh. I don't think I learned anything. Yeah. I, I really don't, man. Yeah. I, life began mm-hmm. when I, or the learning began when I got the actual real job and. And yeah, got out of college and stuff. So. Yeah, I always hated school. <laughs> I yeah. I hated it. If I if I enjoyed the subject, I excelled, but most of them I didn't enjoy. So, are you an entrepreneur? <laughs> would you is that what you call yourself now? Now, yeah, I never would have thought that I that I would. You know, we were. Um, I was just raised very traditionally, yeah. and so uh, no one really in the family was an entrepreneur. Yeah. So did you uh, get great grades in high school and grade school? No, I, kinda... if I enjoyed the class, so in, in English class, yeah, yeah. you know, reading, writing, it was, yeah, I got all the extra credit. It was yeah. over a hundred percent, but other things. Not so much. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was I too busy you. trying to talk to my friends and sit yeah. by cute Social boys life. and yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Got it. Got it. <laughs> okay. So as you graduated from High school. Mm-hmm. When did you get married? I know you were originally married before Mike. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I got married when I was 19. Um, I was asked to not live in the home anymore. Um, I was not following, you know, my parents' guidelines and boundaries for their home. Yeah. So, uh, which I totally get. Yeah. So now you I do, was right? not yeah. a, yeah, I was not a good, you know, example and person for my, I have four siblings and three of okay. them are younger than me. So, so you're the they oldest. were watching me and uh, yeah, second oldest. Okay, yeah. Second so oldest. I have a, one older gotcha. sister and yeah. So, so I was asked to leave when I was 18. I, I already had a couple, two jobs um, and going, I was in college at the time. Yeah. So it was a little r- bit of a rough start for sure. Um, and I was, uh, m- met Will when I was, you know, 18 and mm-hmm. and we kind of basically eloped because my parents said you're not marrying him so we so we did it anyways yeah um and yeah that's that's how that one started and that <laughs> lasted five years yeah mm-hmm. and then what happened from there yeah so um and and I did ask I I it's a long story Mike kind of dove into it a little bit into in yeah. his podcast that he's now back in our life yeah. Will is. I did tell him I was going to talk about that today, yeah. so I do have his blessing to yeah. talk about it. Um, but the marriage was extremely toxic and yeah. volatile, and um, you know, he, there was my mental health that what I didn't know about undiagnosed his as well, um, and so it escalated pretty quickly mm. into physical violence, um, and it was just scary, like the just constant police calls um you know just some horrible things happened that yeah. were that were not okay and um got pregnant um and uh things got worse a- after that point i know now that adding stress like that can make an abuser escalate yeah um and so uh so it it, it got worse there was um infidelity uh, but the violence was was yeah. the worst part. There was there was it mental health? Or was it drugs? Was it alcohol? What was the cause? Do you think? Yeah. From your perspective. Yeah, it was definitely mental health and drugs. Yeah. Um, he 
he was a drug addict and drug dealer when I met him. So that, of course, looking back, you know, why the heck, did, you know, did I do that? But um, better live with mom and dad. Maybe at the time, like, yeah, freedom is seems good. Yeah, yeah. I was totally just. I went from a very rigid upbringing, um, very, very rigid, and then all of a sudden had complete freedom, and yeah. so just made some really poor choices. Um, so, uh, so when I met him, he had a few felonies already from, from distributing. And so, um, I'm, I'm sure that that was a factor, yeah. um, for sure. So. But it's interesting, all these years later, you guys are now friends. Mm-hmm. Ish, yeah. I Ish. Mean, I mean, I mean, I mean you do got, I, you have kids together. Yeah. So, um, had Sophie and then had Anthony, um, when Anthony was four months old, um, and Sophie was not even two yet. Yeah. Um, I was told by a by a family friend that if I didn't get the kids out of the violent home, that they were going to call CPS, which was horrible, but also the best thing that ever could have happened to yeah. me because I realized like it's not just me getting hurt. Like I I could lose my children yeah. if if I allow them to be. Exposed to this because yeah. you know even if it wasn't directed at them, like little Sophie would hide behind the curtains and just wait for it to be over. Mm. And it was I I I was very you know I could hardly eat I could hardly get off the couch because when you're being abused mm. like it turns you into something that it, you know is a shell of a person. And I didn't think I'd ever be able to even work or have a job. Um, I didn't have one for most of our marriage, and so I felt like I wouldn't be able to make it on my own, which is, like, unbelievable thinking of myself back then compared to now. Mm. Like, so different. Um, So Anthony was four months old, and then I went ahead and, you know, he went to work after a a bad day. Uh, I took photos of what he – the marks he'd left on me that day and went ahead and got the restraining order. And and so – after that, it was really rough for a couple of years. I ended up dating and marrying Mike, which he's obviously so night and day different. He's just amazing. And um, and Will moved to another state, and he signed away his parental rights. Mike adopted them. And time passed, and then he Will ended up moving back to Oregon. Mm. And we had told him, if you ever are safe and healthy, not doing drugs, you know, it is it is an open adoption and you can have supervised visits with them if you're in, a, in that place. Yeah. And he worked very hard on himself, including after he'd left out of the state yeah. and especially when he came back. He is clean and sober. He has taken anger management classes. He has taken you know, counseling. Mm-hmm. He has worked very, very hard on himself. He holds a stable job. He's a different, he's definitely a different person in, yeah. in many ways. So is he local here in the Valley or where does he live? Um, he lives in Cottage Grove area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he, he visits on many weekends and, yeah. and um, it's, you know, I, 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 one funny thing about me is I forgive <laughs> instantly. So I've never, been angry or hold held things that also, I care about him, yeah. you know. So what a blessing! It doesn't do any good to to be angry and mm-hmm. not forgive somebody. I mean, right? Part of the biblical command is that we forgive people, and yes, 
Well, life is certainly not without its challenges and trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you grow up in church? I know you guys go to church now, but did you grow up in church? Was it strict? Was it... Yes. What was the was a rebellion? Were you a believer? You know, yes. Walk I, us through that. Yes. So I was raised in the church. Uh, my dad was an elder. They were both very involved in ministries, always helping people, like great, great spiritual examples. Um, the church itself was uh, a Southern Baptist, so it was very legalistic and strict. Yeah. Um, you know, we it doesn't had, always bode well. Yeah, it it was. Yeah, I and I loved a lot of things about it. Um, I still do, but um, but yeah, that kind of you know you don't listen to rock music. There was even a time where um, our when our church got a drum set, it really upset a lot of people. Mm. <laughs> and so, um, so I was raised, you know, to my my clothing, my music, yeah. you know, things like that. It did need to fit in with with what the church um, taught. And so, um, so I definitely, you know, looking back and, and my parents looking back too, cause we've talked about it, you know, they, we all see now, you yeah. know, that, that leads to, it, it leads to rebellion a lot of the time. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah. It's, I grew up in a similar church, you know, lots of rules and, yeah. but I can remember like our current pastor or probably 10 years ago, mm-hmm. let's say rules create rebellion. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, there's commandments that we're supposed to follow, but yeah, uh, rules don't um, change the heart. Right. They they can make the behavior look good for a while, mm-hmm. but if you don't change the heart, then nothing changes. Yeah, exactly. So, and I was a I was a believer. Yeah. Um. Even through through everything, yeah. dumb things I've done, just through everything, I never have doubted. Yeah. God and the Lord and and he's always I've always felt him near to me chasing me even when I was running. So that part has never yeah. wavered. Yeah. Mhm. Now I think we all go through ebbs and flows of a relationship with the Lord and yeah. and hopefully we over time we keep growing but mm-hmm. there are moments where we can step back, we can do dumb things and Yeah. We all do. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about um I know that you deal with um Bipolar two. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about that. Yeah. What is that? What is that? And how mm-hmm. does that affect you? Is there medication? Do you naturally mm-hmm. medicate? Yeah. Talk about that. I want to hear more about that. Yeah. So it's been a few years since I was diagnosed with this and had started working on it. So, um, so I've had to catch up and learn a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, what it is is. Um, it's basically where the mood can go can go extremely up and high and then also down into a depressive state. Yeah. And it looks different for everyone. Um, a lot of times people will see it in movies where someone is extremely like irrational, reality breaks, um, and then immediately suicidal, things like that. And so that is when it's very extreme like that, it's bipolar one. Um, and bipolar two is a, um, you don't have such high highs. Mm-hmm. You don't have those reality breaks. And the depressive state is more minor as well. So I'm thankful yeah. that that's. So it's the lesser of the two. Mm-hmm, it's a lesser, yeah. yeah. Um, so what it looked like before getting diagnosed yeah. <laughs> and um, would be the, the hypomanic state, which is that, that up, you know, the yeah. up part of it would be um, 
working a lot, work, 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 work. Um, different when I was married to Will. Um, so that was me in an unhealthy. So yeah. a little bit different. But me as a ha- happy married to Mike, everything's good. Yeah. Um, it would mean that I worked, worked from the second I got up to the minute I went to bed. Um, really neglected Mike and the kids. Um I would get dopamine from being successful at mm. work. And so my, and, and I had uh, extra energy, you know, very, I just always thought of myself as an extrovert. Yeah. And so when I was having those weeks, I would get a lot done, so much done at work. I would want to go out into big crowds, be around as many people as possible, loud music. Um, so now I know what that was now. Yeah. <laughs> so would you say you are an extrovert? Or um, you're only an extrovert in when you're dealing with that. I am an dopamine. ex. I am an extrovert. I but now I um I don't have that need and that craving to be around huge crowds yeah. with lots of energy. It was so next level. Now yeah. I just love being around people, and yeah. and then I need to recharge my batteries. And so yeah, it was just kind of uh you know extrovert on crack kind of yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and my depressive weeks, I. Would feel tired, um, drink too much, trying yeah. to trying to lift myself up yeah. in often unhealthy ways. Got it. So, do you ever like at night when you it's time to go to bed? You like, man, I wish I could just sit up all night and just keep going. Yeah, I mean, I it was definitely when I before getting medicated and mm-hmm. treated. Yeah. yeah, it was it was so unbalanced, and yeah, and I would do whatever coping mechanism I could to try to make it better feel yeah, better yeah um i especially during those depressive weeks yeah. um so when i started going to and really diving into therapy and counseling they they she said you need to go talk to a to a psychiatric nurse practitioner or psych psychiatrist and um there's some there's something else going on mm. but it's not my wheelhouse so you need to go talk and so then they worked together and and she identified it immediately and i said i don't have that are you kidding (laughs) i said i own businesses i'm successful i i'm i don't feel like i'm you know i know better than to use this term now but i said i don't feel like i'm like crazy or depressed i don't cry i don't you know i don't i don't get depressed i don't cry you know i and she said, um, people can go their whole life and have be successful CEOs, business owners with bipolar too. Mm-hmm. But it's coming out in ways and you're, you're displaying those ways. And she helped me learn more about it. And now I have a mood stabilizer. Mm. Um, and, uh, and I don't have – I have little baby highs and lows, but they're nothing like they were, you know. And um, my anxiety is so much less. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was anxiety, though. Like um, the worst times were in moments where I was maybe sitting with Mike and the kids on the couch, which should be so relaxing and wonderful. And it is now. But then I would feel kind of like there was mattresses pushing on me from all sides, very deafening. And I would feel completely trapped, like physically and mentally. And I thought that, you know, I didn't know what that was. And I don't have those feelings anymore. Sounds like it was claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Was it, yes. was it a, you know, between being with your family and feeling like you should be working? Like, 
a conflict going on also? Oh, yeah. I I always, my mind was always trying to get into to the workspace yeah. and to do things and be productive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. feel you feel lazy if you're not actually working. Like yes. this is wrong. I shouldn't be just laying around watching. Movies. I still do, struggle with that. <laughs> so Same. yep, yep. I get it. Yep. <laughs> but you're also a mental health advocate. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean? And how do you how do you do that? Well, I now that I know you know more about what I have for sure and yeah. anxiety and um you know when I'm working with with anyone or talking to anyone and they're saying things that I. I, I, you know, I say, have you, you know, have you talked to a professional? Like, it's actually really good. It's really helpful. Yeah. And in weak. fact, it's, it's yeah. Good. Yep. And so I love just trying to help connect people and, and make sure they know that they're not alone and there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. It's, it's something that we have to learn about. Yeah. Whether or not, you know, it, it, you know, a lot of times na- it, things can be naturally, you know, with exercise or with, lifestyle changes mm-hmm. or just learning more yeah. or, or working hard, you know, sometimes like me, there needs to be a medication involved, you yeah. know, and I don't ju- t- jump into that. I've never had, I'd, I never even had taken a vitamin before that. So okay. I don't take it lightly, but um, just encouraging people and making sure they know that they're, they're, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. This yeah. is just life. It's just, it's medical. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not just in our heads. It's actually like medical and neurological things that yeah. we need to learn about ourselves. Right. Being open to, to learn, mm-hmm. not not being ignorant. Yep. Uh, being aware. Mm-hmm. And it's not weakness. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we all got stuff, by the way. I mean, yeah. we're all wired a certain way that like, I don't know, thankfully my wife is patient with me and helps me through my challenges, yeah. you know, but- uh. Well, okay, let's talk about um, you and Mike finish 75 hard. Mm-hmm. You're going to do this marathon, ultra yes. marathon. Yes. Talk I, about talk about your health journey. Yeah. What does that mean to you by finishing 75 hard? Yeah. Because that's a big deal. It, yes, I can. I still kind of can't believe I, so cool. I finished it. I So, um, gosh, it's it's been about five years now that I started running. Okay. Um, I have never been a gym, you know, I still am not. Uh, you know, in the gym weights or anything like that. Um, grew up with sports, so I always considered myself an athlete. But mm-hmm. um, Mike, of course, is in the Army National Guard, and and one day he was telling me, you know, I how fast he he ran. Um, maybe it was two and a half miles or so, yeah. give or take. And I just remember thinking, like, that is such a long, you know, two and a half miles. I can't believe he he ran that. And I asked him how long it took him, and. And then, of course, I'm competitive, and I was like, well, I want to get to where ah. I can run two and a half miles faster than him. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so uh, so I, I, I ran on my lunch break that day, and I ran a mile, and I was dying. And I was just like, how in the world am I going to get up to two and a half? So, But I kept going. I was like, I want to beat him. And so um, – that's funny. I haven't stopped running ever since. I I just absolutely love it. Um, not during it really, but yeah. just the way I feel afterwards and the benefits that last for days after the, a run. Is that like a dopamine effect? Mm-hmm. A little yes. Bit? Yeah. It's it's a it's a healthy way to get that. Yeah. Dopamine, totally. Whereas I'm bef- all in. which a lot of times I was and still you know struggle with trying to find an unhealthy way to get that. Yeah. Exercise is a natural, healthy way to get that, and so yeah. yeah. So started running and. 
found out that it was naturally decreasing my anxiety for about three days after I would finish a run. And so um, I've I've I run as as much as I can now. So. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What's a typical week look like for you? What do you run per day and what's, is there like a weekly goal? Yeah. So um, I run every Sunday morning for sure, like about 7 a.m. Um, that's with a friend. We go to Riverfront Park because yeah. I don't run it alone um, over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, uh, in, a, in a great week, I well, I do Krav Maga, so I do that Mondays. Okay. Um, and then on a good week, I'll do another run throughout the week. I'll admit, after seventy five hard, I've been slacking a little. It was very, it was hard. It, it took a toll physically and mentally, mm-hmm. in a good way in some ways. But right now, I'm just kind of recovering, yeah. recovering from that. Um, but yeah, in a perfect week, I would get three three exercise, um, you know, routines in of some yeah. sort. Yeah, yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. What is Krav Maga? Oh, it's a it's a mixed martial art. So it was originally invent, um, like used by the Israelite special forces. Okay, and it's a blend of um, wrestling, boxing, karate, jujitsu. So somebody messes yeah. with you, they're in trouble. Uh, well, hopefully someday. <laughs> I've only been in it since April, so hey, I'm still learning. But <laughs> almost a year. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. So, I, my wife and I have two daughters, and so I was a collegiate wrestler, and uh, so my wow. girls are pretty tough. I mean, we've uh-huh. been. Karate, kickboxing, we wow. wrestle, so they're tougher than your average. I love that guy. That's so good, which is kind of funny. Yes, yeah. So we still do it. They're twenty six and twenty four. We still wrestle around a little bit. So yeah, that's so good. Yeah, so similar, very similar um, methods and in, yeah. in what I, yeah. in what I do, and I think it's important for for everyone to to know though have those skills. Who's your local uh, sensei? Um, yes, yeah, so it's at Krav Salem, okay. and her name's Sheena Williams. Yeah, and it's such a great, it's such a great group. Guys I, and girls, or just all women? Yeah, guys and girls. Okay, uh huh. Yeah, so sometimes I'll be up against someone seven times my size, but yeah. that's r- real life. It's it, real life. If I was to get attacked out there, it would probably not be some a uh, female my age. It could be, but yeah, yeah. probably be a guy. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, if you listen to the Mary Lucas. Podcast. Have you listened to that one yet? I haven't. You need to. Ooh, okay. I will. Um, I won't tell you anything about it. You okay. To to it. Mary, okay. But I'm thinking about doing uh, jujitsu mm-hmm. uh, maybe in April. Yeah. Um, but I like I like that you're doing you're doing mixed martial arts and mm-hmm. you're working at that because I think it's important. Yes. So yeah. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. We'll talk about the the ultra marathon you're going to run. It's seventy point. Three miles. Three miles. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's a bucket list item, and now you know I'll be I'll be thirty six by the time I do it, and so I figure I I better I should probably just do it. You know. Yeah. I don't know if I'll want to do it again after that, but it is a bucket list item, and I I need to do it. So yeah. it's um you know it'll be a little over a mile swim, and then about fifty mile bike, and about thirteen mile run. Yeah. Or so yeah. Are you like a David Goggins? Have you ever listened to his books? I don't think I have. Yeah, so David Goggins is a Navy SEAL. I, uh-huh. And he's kind of a crazy guy. I saw a video actually yeah. with him, yes. So he's he's done a 100-mile ultramarathon. Like at one point, at 70 mile, his feet were bleeding. Oh he's spitting blood. It looks Ugh. like he's going to die, and he finishes the race. I mean, Man. that, I don't know, that, 
good for him. I don't yeah. know if I could do that. But, <laughs> I know. Agreed. Uh, anyway, agreed. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> and I think it's good that you stretch yourself, that you're mm-hmm. you're continually growing yes. and getting tougher mentally, not just physically, but mentally. Yes. It's yeah. Important. Yeah. 75 hard was a goal of mine. Um, I've tried it twice um, before this successful one. Yeah. And I didn't make it. But also, I had not received my my bipolar 2 diagnosis. I okay. was not medicated. Yeah. I was still had really unhealthy habits. Yeah. And so I wasn't able to sustain it. And this yeah. time I was in a happy, healthy place and I was able to do it. So That's so good. Mm-hmm. Hey, what does it mean to be married to Mike? You know, being a wife, mm-hmm. um, what's, what's marriage mean to you? Yeah. So gosh, it it really means being a team, being on the same the same team, not against each other. Um, I'm so thankful that we have the same faith, the same mm. parenting yeah. v- values, um, the same. You know, we have the same like purpose in in life. Um, so because of that, if it wasn't the case, gosh, I mean, I've been there where we, that wasn't yeah, the case, and it right. was just a nightmare. <laughs> totally. You know, and so. It means that we're on the same team. We God put us together. He yep. gave us goals and things to accomplish and things to do together. And um it's it means supporting supporting him and cheering him on and yeah. and serving serving him, which is very hard for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Why? Why why would you say that? Because I'm selfish and Aren't you know, <laughs> yeah. I I want to serve my needs and, and yeah. it to be my way and I want to control him and things those are my my natural instincts so i have to fight that and and i fail every day and he forgives me (laughs) well it's good that you are aware and by the Mm -hmm. way we're all selfish yeah i want to feed myself first think Mm -hmm. of myself first and god's called me to serve my wife first yeah and it's it is difficult because well it's for me yeah how do you how do you navigate when you have those moments like you aren't doing well and Mm -hmm. Maybe you might gotten an argument. I mean, you mm-hmm. guys do argue, right? You guys are still no. human. No. <laughs> yes, Never. we do. <laughs> How do you guys reconcile? How long does it take you to go, you know what? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It was not that you, not that you're both not responsible, but how do you yeah. navigate that? Yeah. Well, we we usually take a little time to, to, to kind of cool off and, and think about it, pray about it, mm. um, write things down for ourselves. You know, we both have... He's better with his journaling and writing things down than I am. But um, uh, and gosh, we just love each other so much. We love we have so much fun together. Mm. We're laughing every day, like with the kids. Like so when we aren't in that place, like I for sure for me, it really weighs heavy on me because I because I hate it so much. And so we usually get together and talk and just as long as we're on the same team and we're like, whatever problem it is, let's figure it out together. Yeah. We we get to that place very quickly. And I'm really thankful that when we do not agree with each other or we're trying to work something out, we don't lash out at each other. We don't try to hurt each other. We don't say things that we regret later. Yeah. We we don't raise our voices. Um, we It's just, I'm so thankful for that. Like he and I, neither of us have a temper. We don't get angry and, you know, any of that, but yeah. we still can be stubborn and disagree. But um, I'm just thankful that we don't try to hurt each other. Yeah. So. That's great. Because it's not easy to navigate after being upset or angry and, mm-hmm. you know, admitting maybe 
we're wrong or praying about it. Like, I don't want to yeah. pray about it. Yeah. But yeah. the only way, and God created marriage, I think, just to keep us humble. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you can never figure out your spouse. Like, I'll never figure out my wife. I've been married to her for a very long time. Yeah. And I'll never figure out. Yeah. And I know that God created marriage just for that aspect, to keep us humble. Yeah. Like, Yes. You know, keep us dependent upon who he is mm-hmm. and not who we are. Yeah. Because if I could figure out my wife and if you could figure out Mike, mm-hmm. well, then we don't need God. Right. Right? Yeah. We're good. Yeah. So. Such a good point. Well, this is, this is fun. You know, I was thinking about the word, you said your word for the year was discipline. Mm-hmm. Now, I hear discipline, you're, you're, A, you're competitive, mm-hmm. right? I think yeah. that's really yeah. cool, by the way. <laughs> Beat Mike, that's the only thing. Yeah. Is, <laughs> I think it's really funny. <laughs> How do you how, how how do you discipline yourself? What does that mean to you? How does it look like in your life? Yeah, so it's always been um really difficult for me. I mean, as a kid, I was I was messy. I didn't really care if I didn't, you know, get a good grade or, you know, um, you know, I I didn't hold myself to a very high standard. Um, I was just kind of a a hot mess, you know, and so my nature is one of procrastination mm. of not um some people think that I am probably just the neatest most organized person um and I'm not. In fact, I thrive in chaos and, you know, and clutter and, you know, not, you know, it's it's just my nature yeah. for sure. But I am realizing as I mature and as I you know, try to be uh, a better leader every day. There are just certain certain parts in, of my life I'm ready to um, take control of. I mean, mm. truly, when you're not, you know, I was finding when I was not disciplined and I was letting things slide and and not planning and not executing those plans. I mean, I wasn't in control, and that was in a in a bad way. Like yeah. there are there are t- things that you that I realized I really truly do need to. Um, having my control and, and, um, if, you know, that, that things go better with business and, Mm. you know, you can't let everything else just dictate, you know, where your life goes. Like, you know, I need to own, own up to some of that. And so I realized like, I just need to, um, plan better. I need to make sure I follow through with what I plan, um, I need to, and of course that's taking into account flexibility and, and all of that, of course, but, um, you know, being better with money, um, being better with, um, uh, just, just, you know, I guess just those disciplines, um, in life, you know, what I eat, what I do. So I just realized I need to clean those things up. Like naturally as I've matured and progressed, mm-hmm. um a lot of those things have fallen into place, but a lot of the, so that's why I decided well 75 hard is a mental and physical mm. discipline. I'm just going to see if I can if I can do that, I can do anything. And so since 2024 was discipline, um I I decided well, I, if I do 75 hard starting in October, then by the time 2024 starts, I will have completed it. Yeah. And so I texted Mike one day and I said, let's do 75 hard. Let's start it today. And it was early morning. I had just got done with my Sunday run. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm in. And so so we did it. And man, like I learned that I can 
maintain and um, follow through with disciplined mm. actions, even if I'm sick, even if I'm tired, even if I had a bad day, like not only can I follow through with those dis- d- disciplines, yeah. but um, it really just improves everything, yeah. my business, my parenting. Your confidence. Mm-hmm, my confidence and just knowing that I can accomplish these things. And so um, – so in all aspects, you know, even after finishing 75 Hard, Mike and I are working together on being better with money, yeah. um, with our time spent, being intentional with that, all of these things where I maybe let it kind of control me and I would run with the wind, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're just more intentional with it and we have more control. And yeah. so me especially, I was, you know, it's something I'm working on, so – well, what I heard you say is progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. You, you say you live well in the chaos. I think we all live in chaos. Yeah. And I think, you know, I know some people that are perfectionists that while they're trying to be perfect, they almost do nothing. Mm-hmm. But actually living in chaos, at least you're doing something. Yeah. And you can you can improve those, which is good. Yeah. I think it's, it's great, though. I mean, the fact that you recognize who you are, mm-hmm. where you're a hot mess at. And yeah. Yeah. That there's room to improve, but yeah. It's you're not going to be perfect this side of heaven. Mm-hmm. Not until God calls us home and right. so, and that you're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's yeah. that's maturity. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could probably keep talking and just keep unpacking, but mm-hmm. what are some thoughts that maybe you have maybe we haven't talked about? Maybe some women say, "Hey, Jordan, how do you do this? How do you do that?" Is there any questions, any thoughts, anything that you're thinking about that you'd like to just talk about? Yes. Um, yeah. So some of my, uh, you know, key tips would be um, just to know that we are stronger and more capable than we naturally think. Um, and so, you know, just little moments like getting up 30 minutes earlier um, you know, I, I now get up hours earlier than I ever thought I would, but even just starting with 15, 20, 30 minutes, um, to center your day, you know, read, journal, sometimes just drink coffee and, you know, just enjoy the morning. Like it really, really can get you ahead. Um, and so uh, now I get up much earlier and I get, you know, an hour or two done of work before the kids even get up. Um, but it didn't start there for sure. And so even just like adding in that half an hour gives you that much more control over your day. Um, uh, you know, choosing, choosing joy, choosing to look for all of the good things, um, to see, learn to see obstacles or, or tough things as an opportunity to grow. Because when you get to the other side of that without bitterness, without anger, without blaming other people, which, by the way, I have to work on those things every time I go through an obstacle. But, um, man, like just knowing that we can, you know, we're, we're just stronger than we think. And and we just need to give and give, give, give and support and help others mm. um, because then we feel that joy and, yeah. and that happiness. And, you know, those are those are the things that I always do. And and it's huge. So cool. So as we wrap up, what is, and I know you talked a little bit about some of the things you're doing this year, your uh, marathon or your ultra marathon. Yeah. What's a, what's a personal goal besides that? Okay. Or what's a business goal? What one or the other or both? Mm-hmm. And just kind of we'll end on a good note on what's a 2024 goal that's going to push you 
to be a little bit better? Yeah. So um, I would say it's a business goal. Uh, Imagine that. (laughs) I have a million of them. But yeah. (laughs) Um, So just really getting, um, you know, helping support and lead um, Hilltop Property Group agents. Uh, They are all leaders in their own way. So it's been really fun, Mike and I working together to help them come into their leadership skills. But um, when we hit a certain production amount, um, which is, um, you know, either 40 million in production or 175 transactions, which this transactions is what we need to aim for because of our price point here, we'll get to the We'll get to the to the volume. But um, once we hit that price point, we are um, kind of the top tier production team at our brokerage and they will all get thousands of dollars back in their pocket because um, EXP will change uh, their their cap. And so um, hitting so getting them there in a way that still they can keep the work life balance, Mm -hmm. their happiness or joy, not get burnt out. Um, Mike and I have discovered how to do that for ourselves. So we're we're teaching them how to do that Mm. Um, and be able to just give them that money back in their pocket. That that's our goal. It's a business goal and and it's uh, we're really excited for it. I know we'll get there. Forty million, one hundred seventy five transactions. I'll be rooting for you guys this year. That's awesome. Thank you. It's a really big goal. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jordan, how would somebody connect with you? What's the best way you prefer if they wanted to say, hey, Jordan, tell me more about real estate, mm-hmm. bipolar, marriage, divorce, kids, ministry, mm-hmm. the thousand things that you're doing. How do you yeah. want people to really contact you? What's the best way? Yeah. So, the the quickest way is um, Facebook Messenger. Um, I'm on there, Jordan Hill in Salem, um, or text. Yeah. Uh, my phone number's everywhere, but it's 971-312-5904. So either of those. Um, and Instagram, I'll respond pretty quickly as well. Um, Jordan Hill Real Estate. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, hey, this has been a, a real privilege and a pleasure to have you on, to hear your story. I love, the thing I love most is hearing people's stories. I love to hear where they came from. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the trials and tribulations that make you who you are, right? All the mm-hmm. tough things that we go through in life. So yeah, I really appreciate you being uh, authentic, vulnerable, transparent. Like there was nothing off the table today, I don't think. Right. So really appreciate you being on here. Um, any last thoughts? Um, I would say just to um, just to really be around people, people you admire, people are, that are who who you want to be like. Mm-hmm. I I very much credit those in my life that have, you know, shown me love and taught me things, even if, you know, there wasn't anything, quote, in it for them. Yeah. Um, and so not only is it good to seek people out like that, but to also then become that for somebody else. Mm. I like that. Im- impact and influence is Kind of the words I hear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you all who listen each week. We really appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you taking the time to listen to Jordan's story. Please share it. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. We love you guys. See you next week. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all for taking the time each week to be encouraged, challenged, and loved. Remember what Jesus said? I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. My hope and prayer is that you believe the words of Jesus. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much.